gæster Og måske ikke Hugh Hefner Men det er sgu lige meget Bare du er med Og hvis du er, så er du fed Nej, du er fed Hvad snakker du om? Det vil jeg faktisk ikke Vil du ikke lige give mig et øjeblik Hvis jeg danser til den er fremragende musik Så kan vi måske lære noget nyt Synonymer, analymer Dem kan vi benytte Du behøver ikke noget beskytning Og lad et sprog er ligesom sygning Så lad os til en bil i den sprog Lige kære med grammatik på Og hvis du ikke kan sige noget på grund af røg Så skal du lade være med at ryge den der Lad os komme i gang Før der kommer solnedgang Hej sammen og velkommen tilbage til Danish Tubecastet Mit navn er Liam og det er 2022 Hey, welcome back to the Danish Tubecast My name is Liam and it's 2022 Altså i dag er det den 30. december faktisk Altså nu hvor jeg optager Men I lytter med selvfølgelig på den 2. januar Så godt nytår til jer Actually, this was recorded on the 30th of December, so it's not New Year right now, but it is for you listening, so that messes with your mind a little bit. Jamen, dagens gæst, det er mega spændende, hun hedder Mina, hun er fra Serbien, hun er 17 år gammel, og hun er på udveksling i Danmark. Hun har lært dansk mega hurtigt, jeg er meget imponeret over hendes dansk, og vi skal høre lidt fra hende og se, hvordan det går, og... hvad hendes planer er for det nye år. Jeg byder dig velkommen. Hej Mina. Hej Liam, tak. Tak <laughs> fordi du have mig. Tak fordi du vil være med i dag. Hvad skal du lave til i morgen faktisk? Hvad skal du lave til nytårsaften? Har du planer? Til nytårsaften? Um, ja, jeg er i Spanien nu med min værtsfamilie. Uh-huh. Uh, lækkert. Ja, ja uh, fordi vi har et hus her. Og så min fødselsdagegiver var uh, en re- rejse til Spanien. Wow, no way. Ja, uh, ja. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, og så er vi i Spanien nu, så i morgen um, skal vi lave noget mad sammen. Vi skal lave en kransekage, og vi skal hygge os sammen. <laughs> wow, du bliver forkælet, kan man sige. Hvad? Kender, kender du ordet forkælet? Nej, hvad betyder det? Det betyder spoiled. You're being spoiled. <laughs> Taken to Spain, yeah. giving you cakes. Oh my god, they must like you. Ja, jeg er enig. De er den bedste værtsfamilie, jeg kunne få. Det er mega godt. Det er meget hyggeligt at... Og ja, uh, yeah, det er dejligt, når man, når man møder sådan en familie. Jeg synes, der er mange familier i Danmark, som, som, som for eksempel har penge, og som har muligheden for at dele det med andre. Ja, yeah, yeah, uh, jeg synes, det er dejligt, fordi yeah, jeg er bare uh, et barn, som vil gerne bo hos dem. <laughs> og jeg yeah, er yeah, som en del af familien nu. Det er virkelig en dejlig oplevelse. Ja, og så, ja, jeg tror du, uh, tror du har fået nogle venner for, for livet. Ja. Det har du det måske. Er, um, 
en udveksling er virkelig en dejlig, dejlig oplevelse. Jeg er så glad, at jeg gør bestemt at gøre det, fordi ja, jeg fik så mange ting. Mm, <laughs> man får så meget ud af det. Ja, ja, nemlig. Um, der, der, er mange, der er mange små nuancer, mange... Præcis. Ja, hvad siger du? Det giver mange venner, og hvad, hvad ellers? Ja, jeg har mange venner, og jeg har uh, mødt mange dejlige mennesker, og lært så mange ting. Og ja, det er bare en helt uh, anderledes oplevelse fra mit normalt liv. <laughs> mm. ja, det, er noget, det er noget helt andet. Og der er også ja. øhm, der er nogle flere ting, som man kan gøre, fordi selvfølgelig er det ikke alle, som kan tage på udveksling, hvis man er for eksempel voksen. Jeg tror, man kan, ja. man kan være overpær, måske indtil man er 30, måske. Jeg ikke huske. So to anyone listening, if you uh, looking for ways to get to Denmark, to experience Denmark, uh, udveksling, det er en meget, uh, is a exchange, is a really cool way to do it. And some other things, I tried one thing called uh, work away. Har du hørt om det? No, no, hvad er det? Det for eksempel, hvis man er lidt ældre, um, voksen, så kan man måske bo hos sin familie gratis ved at man øhm, hjælper med forskellige ting. Det kan være at man maler eller fikser noget eller gør rent eller hjælper med børnene eller hvad vi er. Øhm, men det er også en, en mega fed måde at, at møde en familie, øh, at få venner, at lære sproget og at være en del af kulturen. Så det har jeg selv prøvet. Ja. Jeg har jeg selv prøvet, jeg både med en familie, øh, en mor og en far, og de havde fire børn. Øh, så mm. det var mega sjovt at være sådan sammen med dem og se deres rutiner og de ting, som de lavede. Og at være en del af en dansk familie på den måde. Og, og ja, vi er også vi er stadig venner indtil den dag i dag. Så. Vi blev faktisk mere venner, fordi jeg var ikke så god til mit arbejde. De ting, som de ville have, at jeg skulle lave. Jeg var faktisk ikke så god til det. Jeg fuckede mange ting, jeg fuckede mange ting op, og øh, de var ikke særlig glade for mit, mit arbejde. Men vi connectede på andre måder, og så endte vi med at sige, ja, ja, ja. vi synes, det er bedre, hvis vi bare bliver venner i stedet for. Så det gjorde vi. Ja, ja. It was like, yeah, you're shit at your job, but we can be friends. <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't like in a relationship when, when, yeah, when the person says like, I think we should just be friends. <laughs> and then you're like, no, we're not going to be friends. Now we actually did kind of become friends and we're still friends now. So that's cool. They got it. Yeah. Uh, men det, det lyder også meget interessant, hvis man er øh, en voksen, som kan ikke tage til udveksling. Det er også en god måde at møde en kultur. Ja. Altså, jeg, jeg ser, hvis man er voksen, men jeg, 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 
Jeg tror også, at en yngre person kunne gøre det. Måske en teenager. Ligesom dig. Jeg tænkte mere, at hvis du er sådan 30, 35 år gammel, så kan du måske ikke tage på udveksling. Men der er mange højskoler i Danmark, som er interessante, som man kan tage på. Kender du dem? Ja, og og kan man tage til højskoler? Nu man er for eksempel 60 år gammel. Altså ja, det mener jeg. Det mener jeg, at man kan bare... Altså det er lige meget, hvor gammel du er. Det er ikke 100% sikker, fordi jeg jeg, jeg, sådan, jeg ikke tjekket op på det, men uh, jeg mener, det er sådan. Mm-hmm. Jeg vil gerne prøve uh, en højskole, fordi man kan bestemme, hvilken slags højskole man vil gerne. Til, fordi det, jeg ved, at det er mange forskellige. Måske er det noget mere kreativt, mere sportaktivt og sådan noget. Præcis. Og har du nogen idé om, hvad du ville vælge? Hvad for en skole eller et fag? Mm. Det er jeg ikke helt sikkert om. Mm. Måske noget kreativt, fordi jeg har aldrig ved så gå til Tegner og ja, men jeg vil gerne prøve det. Helt sikkert. Hvis jeg skulle vælge, så ville det være noget med musik, tænker jeg. Musik? Ja. Det lyder også godt. Jeg har en veninde, som skal til højskole i næste år, og hun hun vil gerne være en højskole, som har noget øh, med øh, at lære mad, fordi okay. hun er glad for det. Så uh-huh. man kan også, det er også noget slags højskole med madlavning og alt Madlavning, præcis. Der er mange muligheder derude. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> There was one expression you used, which was Singapore, where, where you said sikker om. So when you're not sure about something, you always say, "Jeg er ikke sikker på this thing." Det er jeg ikke sikker på. Jeg er ikke sikker på. And then um may come after, for example, "Jeg er ikke sikker på om det er noget for mig." Okay. Okay. Yes. Fit. Fit. Let's take a break. I want to do like a little uh, shout out session. Uh, maybe okay. you have someone you want to shout out to. I just want to say like a. A general shout out to everybody that's been on the podcast until now. Uh, I've kind of lost track, but I think we're on episode number 27, 28, if I have to guess. <laughs> uh, so professional. Um, but yes, I want to thank everybody that's been on the podcast and everybody that's written to me, all the guests, including you, Mina, for coming today. And I've had a lot of really... Really nice comments, people saying that they are learning a lot from the podcast and that they find it interesting and they're enjoying it. So that, of course, motivates me to continue and to make it better and to improve it and to hopefully uh, have new new uh, new episodes with different sort of segments and things going on. Let's see. 2022, I think, will be uh, an interesting year. I'm thinking a lot about how or where to go with the podcast. So basically, thanks everybody for listening and for giving me your feedback. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can contact me on Instagram or on YouTube or by mail. 
uh, or if you want to just give some feedback, get in touch and yeah, do that. What about you, Mina? You have anyone you want to give a shout out to? Well, I could give a shout out to my parents and my friends and family back in Serbia, but also all the new people that I met in Denmark and that are helping me with um, feeling at home here and uh, just motivating me to uh, do my best and really making my everyday a little more fun and positive. Sådan, det er mega godt at høre, at du har en posi- du har fået en positiv oplevelse i Danmark. Hey, thanks for listening to Danish Tube Castle, this Learning Danish podcast. It's pretty cool that you're doing that. If you want to get even more out of your podcast, you can go over to Patreon and show us your support. By supporting us, you will be ahead of the game and get early access to the episodes, as well as podcast show notes, that is, all the cool words and phrases picked out by us that are spoken during the podcast, as well as exclusive podcast episodes and Danish Tube merchandise for your loyalty. Not only will you get all these cool stuff, but you will make it possible for us to improve this podcast experience for you, the listener. So if that sounds like something for you, click the link in the description and check it out right now. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Jeg tænkte, at vi lige kunne lave noget sjovt med lidt grammatik, måske. Jeg har nogle forskellige opgaver her, som jeg lige har lavet med yeah. en elave. Og det er nogle simple ting, som jeg tror, du har styr på. Men det kunne være sjovt for, de, for dem, der lytter med og teste. Så so here we go, guys. Here's a little bit of a test for you. So I'm going to give you like two words and a sentence. Uh, and you should choose the correct word. And it's like common things that, that often come up. Um, for example, Mia Ella Flia. Should it be Mia? Should it be Flia? So I could ask you, okay. um, Jeg har ikke Mia, or Jeg har ikke Flia til. Uh, er det Mia? Mia, Jeg har ikke Mia til, selvfølgelig. Why is it Mia til and not Flia til? Both these words mean more, Mia and Flia. What's the difference? It's because of the word till. Yeah. Uh, because it is, um, how do you say it, like, uh, uncountable. Is it that? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's confusing, this one, because people think, well, I can count time. But we think of time as, like, one thing. If we then talked about seconds, secunda, minuta, tima, seconds, minutes, hours, then we can count those. So we would use flia, tima, flia, seconda. Oh, yeah. I said the wrong way around, yeah, but whatever. Like I use <laughs> sometimes I use Mia instead of Flia. Uh, I don't know why I'm just used to using Mia. <laughs> yeah, it happens, and also because of English, this thing doesn't exist of having Mia and Flia. So you just naturally come to the word Mia because it sounds like more. So yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Let's take another one. What if we use the words Kenna and Vil? Both of them mean to know. And I say, um, Du kenner vil ikke mig. Uh, du kenner ikke mig. Du kenner ikke mig. You don't know me. Um, why do we use kenner in that case, not will? Mm, I think that kenner is mere, uh, 
is more uh, to know somebody uh, uh, like and well that is more more <laughs> to know some facts or exactly yeah yeah that's it exactly person it can also be other stuff like can be like towns or cities or books or movies anything you sort of know in that way like yeah i know that film i know that city i know that book then you always use kenna it's like you think of also as an acquaintance when you know a person do kenna then person whereas will as you said it's like just your knowledge what do you know about this thing i know about football or Whatever. Yeah, will mal on full about, for example. Exactly. Nice. Do a good today. Um. See if I can find one that's a little trickier. Uh. Yes. Here we go. There or some. The bill there some yet old and in price. The picture that I took won an award. The bill there some yet old and in price. Some? Yeah, exactly. Mm, can do for clava far. Can you say why? Um, I think that about about this, I'm not. Uh, yeah, you hear it's tricky. <laughs> no, uh, if we think of who and that, like the man who is doing this, or the thing that is, I don't know, the book that's on the table, for example. That's kind of a very simplified way. To think of it. Yeah, yeah. So here we're talking about a picture. The picture that I took. The bills on your talk. You could say there is with something that's more active, like a person. It's like physically doing something. And some is with an object. Yeah. But it's not it's not always so so clear. Because some are a good thing to know. Some is always correct. So you can always use some. So it is like that in English. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you're not sure, you can just use that. Use some. What about the difference between at go and at lever, which both kind of mean to do, without giving you sort of an example? Do you know the difference mm-hmm. between those two? Um, at Leo, uh, I uh, think that is more uh, at actually. Um, like do, doing something like Leo Mel or will Leo do or and yeah. or, uh, for me it's more like uh, if someone says uh, did you do that <laughs> I would use yeah the Gioria mm. mm. it's a good example I guess yeah. there you're being very specific did you do it did you do they do say do will the girl Often the difference yeah, so, is girl is very specific and Leo is kind of more more general. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, there are some specific expressions like at Leo Mel, at Leo, I don't know, to do a drawing, at Leo in tining. But uh, it's also used to be just super general, like, hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? Yeah. I like that expression a lot, because it's so normal to ask, hey, what are you doing? But then if somebody's doing something really stupid, you can use your tone of voice, of course, to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, 
I love it that in Danish, like sometimes the intonation is like a big, big, uh, important thing. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, Leo <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And I heard the same thing in Spanish, the exact same phrase, like you would say, like, que haces? And that's also common, like, as almost like a greeting as well, like, hey, que haces? Uh, what are you doing? But then you could also say, que haces? What the fuck are you doing? Que carajo es this? So, uh, yeah. I don't know if you have that. Do you have the same thing in your language in Serbian? Uh, yeah, but we just, when it's something like Leodo, we add just one more word. Oh, okay. Because it's not exactly the same, but mm. yeah. <laughs> Basically, it is. Nice. Okay, let's just take one or two more examples. Um... Uh-huh, uh-huh, could be, let me think. Um, om or vis? Om or vis? Vil du om vis han er den rektige? So if I had to translate, do you know if he's the right one? Do you know if he's the right one for you? He's kind of asking like, Vil du om vis han er den rektige? Maybe this? Yeah, I would use um. So kind of both words kind of mean if here. Yeah. Do you know if if he's right one? Will do um. But hmm. this is usually like a conditional thing. There's usually two things. Like if you do this, I will do this. This do karma, blir jag glad. For example. Whereas if you're asking a question, like in this one. You would use um, and it's always connected with will. Like in this case, do you know something about will do no um, will do um, yeah. Okay, so that is the difference. Yeah. So this is almost like it's a conjunction. It's usually connecting two sentences together also. Unless it's coming at the start of the sentence. It can also happen. Like if you come, I would like the example I gave. Just to come. Um, yeah. Cool, that was basically it. Um, let's see, I have one more. Yeah, there are many ways in Danish to say need, which is kind of a bit funny. Do you do you know any of them? Um, uh, to need, see, yeah. Uh, at behoor. Yeah, at uh, uh, And also, I'm not really sure about this, but it can be like, we need to talk, you can say, uh, we more snagger. We more Yeah, that's like saying we 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 must we must. Which I guess is almost the same as need. We must talk. We need to talk. And yeah. there is also um, uh, skull. It's cool. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that can be need. Yeah, like for sure. Or... <laughs> could you give an example of how skull could mean need? Uh. It can be like, uh, do skill, uh, listen, both. It can be yeah. like, you need to read a book. Do skill, listen, both. Yeah. Or you need to read the book, maybe. Do skill, listen, both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need to do it. We skill, go ahead. We Notice how then I just like put a stress on the word skill. We skill, go Often that happens when you put stress on it, like we need to do it. 
Altså, vi skal gøre det. Yeah. I can just feel it, men like, vi skal... It's like, mm. we need it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Any, any others? There's a couple of more I can think of. There's also <laughs> now my brain stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about nut till? Do you know that one? Yeah, nut yeah. till. Yeah, nut till. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, it's a blue nut till or a nut till. Yeah, mm, but I I just found about it a little while ago, uh, mm. so I haven't started using it yet. <laughs> Uh, but I'm gonna start using. So there's two here that are always put together. There's adver or adliva, nut till at, and it usually comes with a verb. So I need to eat. Jeg bliver nødt til at spise. Jeg bliver nødt til at tale med dig. Or jeg har brug for. I need. Literally, like I have a use for. Yeah. Which then is usually followed by a noun rather than a verb. So, jeg har brug for en ven. Jeg har brug for hjælp. Jeg har brug for penge. But essentially, they mean the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There are many ways to say it. <laughs> Sometimes mm. I'm not sure, like, which is the correct which I should use. Yeah, so really, there's not there's not really one that's correct and one that isn't, I guess. I guess in this case, with these two, you have a verb and a noun, which kind of separates them. So if you can say I need to do something, an action, you'll probably say yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to go. Yeah, I need to go now. But then you could also say yes, I go now. It means the same. Yes, I go now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I prefer at go. See, that for me sounds a bit off. If I tried to put a verb with prefer, yeah, prefer go. No, I wouldn't do it really. What would you say? Yes to go. Yes to go. Oh yeah, not to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. for I could put a verb. I don't know. Maybe I've got to go and like I've got this need to be at home. Like yeah, have proof for a yim. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I. It sounds okay. It sounds right. Yeah. One other I'm thinking of is mangler. Oh, it's with mangler. Yeah, mangler. Uh, uh, I, it's like, I miss it. I, uh, but I was like, I need it too. Yeah, exactly. Another need. Yeah, mangler. What could an example be? What can a person mangler? Uh, yeah, mangler. Um, Kelly Hill. Ah, <laughs> oh, that cannot be true. <laughs> and it was the first word that came into my mind. <laughs> um, I think okay. that I've seen it somewhere, like in some kind of TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manglo Kelly Hill immediately. The new dolls after hanging Venom. Okay, so mango is like when you're, like you said, when you're missing something in your life. And I often give the example of food when you need something in the kitchen, like, oh, we miss, we don't have milk. We mangla milk or we mangla uh, meal, flour, something like that. I'm going to the supermarket. Yeah. I don't know we mangla, we mangla vi. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It could also just be that you are without something that you kind of need in that specific situation. Maybe uh, 
I don't know, you don't have your computer with you and you're like, fuck, you're mangling computer. Yeah, it's like I'm missing it, but like also I need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just thought of one more, which is Trangertil. You know this okay, one? Yeah, Trangertil. <laughs> uh, so it's also in need of uh, almost like when you need something in order to get something else. I think of coffee as a good example. When you're tired, you might feel like du trangerte in kop kaffe yeah trangerte in kop kaffe but it could also be you have some shoes that are all worn out and beaten up and for that reason du trangerte new school okay yeah so we had oh, oh, so there's like six waves <laughs> six waves do we have six we had behua mo skal nutte bufa Mangla or Tangati. Shoot. Shoot more. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe there's some more. I don't know. If you're listening and you know another way, <laughs> write to us. What about Behua? We didn't say anything about that one. How do we use that word? Um, uh, we can say. Hmm, uh, yeah, Behua, it's peace enough. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just simply I need. I need something. Yeah, but who was piece? Mm, how can I explain that? Who? Mm. That reminds me of need the most. It's like when I translate it, it's need. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure how to explain it in another way that it makes sense. I mean, it beho, the noun, is a need. it beho, you have a need for something. So it's kind of stemming, I guess, related to that. Yeah, so behua often is used with negative, like you don't need to do this. So I know you don't need to, you don't need to pay. Do behua betail. To which I might reply, yo, yeah, behua. Yeah. So I yeah, wouldn't yeah. personally use it normally, like yeah, behua spies. Although it's not incorrect to say yeah, behua spies. Yeah, in it, most cases I will use scale. I think if you say like yeah behua spies, it it doesn't sound like you're hungry. It sounds like you need to eat because if you don't, you will die. If you know what I mean, like it's a necessity that I have in life. Like it's not a choice that I have. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I think kind of for that reason, I will, I maybe wouldn't say it when I'm feeling hungry. Probably say yes, care spies, but whatever formalities cool uh let's take last one what about difference between uh oh maybe we could do uh to think that's a common a common one there's many ways to say think in mm, danish yeah. uh what are all these different ways to say think uh okay you can see um uh yeah as soon as yeah uh when you think like um like some um, like uh, your thoughts about someone or something uh, yeah. like as soon as uh hun uh ha and flat kjole sådan as soon as hun ha en flat kjole as soon as at hinnes kjole flat that's kind of it's your opinion basically yeah it's for opinions yeah 
Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast episode. It was an inspiring one. Uh, Mina was inspiring with her language and it's also inspired me to get going with the new year and with the new podcast episodes. I have a lot of great ideas. So I'm excited. I'm excited for next week. This is not, however, the end of our conversation. And you probably know by now that if you want to support me and support this podcast, you can do so by going over to Patreon. Not only will you get exclusive episodes, continued conversations, you will also get early access and some Danish Tube merchandise. Everything you need is in the description. Otherwise, don't forget, we meet for free every week on Green Room. Uh, it's a it's a chat room where basically we shoot the breeze and use a bit of Danish. Come and join us there. Otherwise, thanks for listening. See you in the next one. Danish Yeah.